Trees make you feel good, and the Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale will make you feel even better. Buy the first tree at regular price and get a second tree for only 50 cents. Choose from thousands of shade trees, flowering trees, evergreen trees, and more. Buy one 6-8-foot-tall aspen clump for $169.50 and mix and match another tree for only 50 cents. That's two trees for only one seventy. You take Come I-25 to exit 235, then five miles west to the Tree Farm. The Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale is going on now. Choose from thousands of carryout-sized trees that are easy to handle and easy to plant. While supplies last, buy the first tree at regular price and mix or match a second tree for only 50 cents. Thousands of shade trees, flowering trees, fruit trees, evergreen trees, ornamental trees, and more. Also, huge savings on shrubs and perennials. You Come take I-25 to exit 235, then five miles west to the Tree Farm. I've learned to stand with people that are in the storm who have courage. And if there's a man out there other than President Trump and just a few others that have really proven their mettle in the furnace, it's Mike Lindell. You're not going to get better towels, better sheets, better slippers, better beds, better hundreds of products made in America anywhere. It's ridiculous how high quality it is, how ridiculous the prices are low. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC. As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? I teach Urban Survival Training Course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. Food and water are only the beginning. Call the Rev at 303-809-3343. That's 303-809-3343. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Today's show is brought to you by NaturallyInspiredMinerals.com. If I could pick only one supplement to take with me on a deserted island, it would probably be my plant-derived minerals. I've been taking these minerals for years now, and I can't say enough about them. Our bodies need efficient amounts of minerals, many in trace amounts, to function at optimum levels. Keep your mineral levels high and your body feeling good with NaturallyInspiredMinerals.com while supporting our show. Welcome to Naturally Inspired Radio, coming to you from Wild County, Colorado, a right-to-farm community in the heartland of America. 
providing real solutions for healthy living. Get back to basics. Defend your right to health. Big Pharma, big insurance, big food needs a big overhaul. Naturally Inspired Radio, helping people feel good so they can do what they love for longer. Welcome to Naturally Inspired Radio. Welcome to your Tuesday edition. It's September 26th. I'm so happy you're here joining me. It's a beautiful fall day in northern Colorado. I was out in my pasture this morning, and my I have Highlander cattle. I have eight head of Highlander cattle. And right now they're separated because, um, well, they're making babies. <laughs> So they're so they're separated right now, and uh, the two-year-old babies and the mamas—they just have you know the fence line between them, and they walk up and down the fence line together. I feel so mean just having them separated, but it sure is cool to watch them walk along the fence line and just follow each other because um, you could just feel that maternal bond. It's such an awesome thing to be living around my animal animals. I feel so grateful for it. It's, it's, it's just uh, the connection to our food that we have lost. And I didn't grow up with it. You know, I didn't grow up on a farm. I didn't grow up around any of this. But 10 years ago, I decided that that's what we I wanted. And uh, I moved to, uh, you know, just a little under six acres. And I decided that this was the this was the life for us. So as a family, we've just kind of built up this six acres, and we we have our cattle, and we have turkeys and chickens, and a goat and llama and alpacas, and it it truly is a blessing to live around these animals. They're such good models, um, the way they handle things. There really is a lot to be learned there, and it's wonderful to be connected to our food in that way. I hope you're having a great Tuesday. We have an awesome show for you today. Uh, first, at the top of the show, we're going to be talking about this uh, GMO corn ban in Mexico. I want to bring you some information on that. This is the stuff we really need to know. We have to reconnect to our food. We have gotten so removed from it, and uh, that's why I think we tolerate the lack of quality with our food. It's because we just don't know. We don't understand. We don't have the information. And if we do hear about it, it's kind of in passing. And then we don't really revisit it again and uh, make that connection that that is what we're putting on our plates every day and putting into our bodies. So we're going to talk about that. We'll talk about why Russia actually banned GMO uh, GMO food from, from their food supply. And that was like two years ago they did that. So it's not new. But again, I don't think people realize that. And then uh, we're going to talk about common foods. Okay, these are very common foods sold in the U.S. that are actually banned in other countries. And this was really interesting. This this topic's very interesting to me because when I moved to the United States, uh, I, I immediately noticed a difference in, in particular products. I noticed they tasted different. Coming from Canada to here, I noticed they tasted different. And I didn't, I didn't put... I, I didn't know why. I was just kind of like, oh, that's kind of strange. You know, it tastes different here. Uh, that's because the ingredients is different. You know why? Because some of the ingredients that are in your food are actually illegal in Canada and the UK. So you need to know about that. 
Um, the health topic today is about emotional eating. And I can't wait to talk about this because in my um, practice of holistic nutrition, I talk with my clients about this topic and more often than not, okay, this is an issue for people and uh, they don't realize it. So we end up spending a whole lot of time talking about this emotional eating and their food stories. What's a food story? We're going to talk about it because it's very important. And then, of course, I'm going to leave you with something inspired, as always. Uh, we're going to visit with uh, a, a clip from this uh, centenarian man. That means he's 100 years old, uh, named Mike Fremont. And I know he's going to leave us all feeling very inspired so that's our show for today. Stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss it. So first up, I want to talk about this. Um, so Mexico has a plan to ban GMO corn. Now they've already banned yellow corn. They've already stopped buying it from the U.S. But by 2024, the Mexican president says, uh-uh, no more. They're very concerned about GMO and the contamination of their own heritage Mexican corn. And they're also concerned about the health, you know, impact of GMO. They're not sure about it. It's so crazy to me that other countries are like, oh, uh, yeah, we're not really sure the long-term, uh, you know, consequences of GMO. But yet somehow here in the U.S., it's like, oh, who cares? GMO is fine. It's how we're going to feed the world. It's necessary. Um, I don't, I think that's propaganda. Let's take a listen to this clip. This is from a round table that was done about a month ago on farming. And uh, this is a farmer named Ben Dobson from uh, Hudson Valley, New York, describing what exactly is going on with the whole Mexico and GM, GMO corn with the U.S. Take a listen. Uh, what is the issue with the Mexican corn that the, we can grow it here, uh, but they won't let us export it? No, it's not so much that. It's that Mexico, the president of Mexico, has banned GMO corn and soy and glyphosate. And he's being taken to trade court by the USDA because, because uh, we want to make, make them take the GMO crops. In the meantime, there are American intermediaries and growers and seed companies willing and if, if the, you know, to, to meet this demand. But our government itself is actually opposing it. And that's like a seven million acre opportunity for American farmers to grow something with a premium with no no GMOs in it. And our government's actively pushing against it. So so it's just a key example. And there's something we could do at home that would help us here and, and probably help them there, too. So we actually grow enough Mexican corn, non-GMO corn in this country at this point to meet that demand. We don't, but we can. We grow, we grow enough right now to meet a portion of the demand, but there are the seed, the seed companies to supply the seed, the producers, elevators, transport companies are all ready to scale up over the next couple of years, which is, uh, would coincide with the timeline Mexico has laid out. So there's opportunity here, right? For non-GMO corn growers, there's opportunity. Mexico is saying we don't want your GMO corn. And the government, our government, is actually saying, no, no, no. You guys can't do that. What, you know, it is astonishing to me that this is the dynamic that happens because corporations, industrialized farming corporations, have captured the market. Big ag has captured the market 
through lobbying, through, you know, uh, paid for regulation. They forced farmers into this gross dynamic of producing food, which many, I'm sure, didn't go happily, but felt pressured and coerced and pigeonholed into it. Um, they're going to stop. They'd rather stop all exportation of it and, you know, not allow regenerative farmers or organic farming or non-GMO farmers to provide that yield. They'd rather stop that um, than give in to the Mexican government's demands of not wanting to use GMO. Politics in farming. Politics everywhere. Corporate collusion everywhere. It affects us on our day-to-day lives. We're going to talk more about how. You're listening to Naturally Inspired Radio. This is your Tuesday edition. I'm so happy you're joining us. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this break. I'm going to mess around. Yeah. Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. This is Rick Rodriguez. Christ said he would build his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. Join me on Sundays from 9 to noon for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program on 1360 AM KHNC. Hi, my name is Sam Cheshire. My wife Lisa and I own Build Design America in Longmont, Colorado. We've been in business for over 30 years, offering full-service flooring to Northern Colorado. A few years ago, we started into Kiva Studios. We offer full-service kitchen and bath remodeling, along with a design service. We're located in Longmont at 665 Frontage Road. Our phone number is 303-772-1202. And we also offer free design services. So give us a call, 303-772-1202. Have a comment or a question for Tammy? Call or text her at 877-536-1360. That's 877-536-1360. We got married in a fever, hotter than a pepper sprout. We've been talking about Jackson. We're back on Naturally Inspired Radio. Hey, for all your gold and silver needs, uh, visit allamericangold.com. Uh, you can call at 800-951-0592. If you put Tammy in the comments, uh, we'll give you access to our private metals community where we have education and all kinds of resources for why it is so important that you should invest in gold and metals. Um, so back to this whole thing about Mexico and GMO, um, you know, isn't it interesting that other countries are acknowledging that there may be some consequences to using GMO and that here in America, that seems to be rejected by all of our people in regulation, not all of, not, not the consumer, you know, because guess the consumer 
carries the brunt, right? The consumer ends up with the consequence, which we don't have long-term studies on GMO in terms of the impact of our health, but we can start, we can correlate things like um, uh, gut issues, leaky gut, um, inflammation. We can correlate some of these uh, issues, autoimmune issues, um, with, G- with the rise in GMO food. And studies show that, you know, people are reactive to this type of food. Anecdotally, we know that people often travel to Europe where they don't have GMO and they're able to eat things like pasta and bread and not have any uh, consequences of like gastrointestinal issues or anything at all. Um, that's, that's been reported anecdotally. I don't know how many times I've been hearing that for years. So, you know, when will the studies be done? Well, the studies will get done when somebody with a product wants to pay for the studies to get done because that's how studies are done in this country. Science is funded. You have to be on one side of a product to be able to fund and, uh, you know, get your science funded so that you can roll out a product. That's, that's how it is here. And it's unfortunate because our health comes last and so many of us pay the price for that. But regulatory bodies aren't interested in that. They're interested in, you know, making sure their donors are happy. They're interested in making sure their uh, corporate shareholders are happy. And uh, we pay the price for that. But what we tend to forget is that the power is actually within us because we can stop buying the products and we can kind of tap out of their system. And that's how we're going to make an impact. But that comes with awareness because when you go to your doctor with gastrointestinal issues, with leaky gut, with what have you, you tell them, I have these signals coming from my body. What do we, you know, they'll just tell you, oh, well, that's genetic. You don't, there's no reason for that. You just, you just have that. That just came out of nowhere. And so take these pills and you'll feel better. They never get to the root cause of the issue. So we have to, as consumers, have to educate ourselves and understand that, hey, there is a cause and we need to chase it down. We need to, you know, tweak our diets, change our diets, make lifestyle choices so that we can stop making ourselves sick sick by way of food. Uh, Mexico isn't the only country that's concerned about GMOs. UK is concerned about GMOs. Uh, Russia, this is an article from October of 2021 from naturalsociety.com. Russia banned all U.S. corn and soy imports due to GMO contamination. This is, this is back in February of 2022. So that was a, that's a pretty huge blow to GMO farmers. Um, when they said that, they said due to genetically modified crops and microbial contamination. That's that's what they were concerned about. Um, China has also has issued similar ban- bans due to GMO contam- contamination, um, and uh, you know, Putin put out a statement that said he he wants to protect Russia from GMO co- crops. That the he's very concerned about corn being imported from the U.S. and it's often infected, um, you know, with these transgenic crops. So you know, that's not our 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 reputation <laughs> abroad 
is that, you know, we're, we're in, in uh, dangerous territory with our food and people don't want it abroad. And they have openly said that they are against the protection of, uh, that our government gives to giant biogenetic giants like Syngenta and Monsanto. So they're calling out the corporate collusion, um, you know, that pretty much puts our food supply in peril. And we pay for that with our health. These other countries are doing that. And you know what our country is doing? Um, They continue to sell it to us. They continue to sell us these foods that are making us sick. And uh, it just is fascinating to me because we, we we know that even some common foods that are sold in the U.S. are banned in other countries. Take a listen to this next clip I want to play for you. This gives you a little, uh, I can't even begin to start the problems in pork that we have in this country with raising pork and how that has been hijacked, that it all has to pretty much come from industrial farming. You, you can, can't, a small farm, it's very difficult to raise pigs from a small farm these days. Um, take a listen to what's happened to pork in our country. Pork, the other white meat, is a staple of American meats, along with chicken, fish, and beef. From bacon to ham, hot dogs to pork chops, American meat eaters consume about 67 pounds of pig per person every year. Sue-wee, my heart is stopping. Don't get us wrong, other nations indulge in swine just as much, if not more, than Americans. So why doesn't the U.S. export scores of succulent bacon-bearing boars? Well, it turns out America adds a lot of chemicals during processing. Ractopamine, in particular, is used in many pig farms to raise porkier porkers. Ractopamine, which we put a dash of in a lot of foods, has been banned in 160 countries, which all consider the drug unsafe for human consumption. This, in turn, has led to a prohibition of pork exports across the world. The EU hasn't touched the stuff since outlawing ractopamine in 2009. Not only are there health consequences to some of these practices in raising our food, but it's, it makes a cultural impact as well. You know, when, when we're putting out low quality products and, you know, we have a low, uh, we have a low return on nutrition in terms of our health numbers, right? We we're the sickest we've ever been. Uh, we have, booming rates of disease. We have booming rates of obesity. We have booming rates of anxiety, depression, um, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, all, all of these, heart disease, all of these things are a major issue. It doesn't take, you know, a rocket science to understand that we're not in the greatest of health. All you have to do is go out to a public place and uh, take a look around comparatively to the state of our health, say, back in the 70s. I know there's lots of viral videos and pictures, you know, that go viral. Like, what happened? Look at this scene on the beach from 1979 in sunny Southern California. And look at the scene on the beach today. And it's it's stark contrast. I'm not saying that everybody back in the 70s was all ripped up and, you know, uh, full of muscles or anything like that, but they they were lean. They were lean. And today, 
we're, it's shocking the level of obesity that we're facing and not just with adults, it's with children too. Now there's a number of factors that play into this. We're much more sedentary in our work. We have much more uh, desk-based jobs now because of technology that didn't even exist back then. So there's, there's that, but we have to start looking at what we're putting into our bodies as well. And food is the culprit. Some of these foods are darn right poisonous. And your government doesn't seem to care about that. So we have to push back as the consumer. Um, I'm going to just share this article with you. This is actually from the Chicago Tribune. It's a couple of years old now, um, from November of 2021. But uh, common U.S. foods that are banned in other countries. So Arby's sourdough breakfast bread croissant and French toast sticks. This is a fast food chain uses the chem- the chemical um, as a, a a chemical as a whitening agent and dough conditioner. Maybe you've heard that before. A dough conditioner um, in the baked goods. Although it is its use is decreasing in the U.S. because of its concerns as a carcinogen, the FDA still permits it. It's banned in Europe. Banned. So these are the things that we need to become aware of. Food, con- you know, that, that's a conditioner, a conditioner for breads. Some of these things you'll be absolutely shocked about. Another one, uh, very common food, is uh, frosted flakes. Frosted flakes, many American food additi- additives um, contain flame retardants. Mm-hmm, flame retardants. So the production standards that have been approved domestically are banned or strictly regulated abroad. And these chemicals are lurking in ingredients of some of America's favorite foods, such as frosted flakes. Um, It's linked to uh, uh, cancer and other neurological issues. Another one, farm-raised salmon. My goodness, you know what? Every time I go into a grocery store and I look you know, growing up in British Columbia, Canada, I know what salmon is supposed to look like. And I'll tell you, this farm-raised stuff don't look like salmon to me. And if you ask your local seafood counter grocery store attendant what the difference is between farm-raised and wild, they will launch into, and I'm speaking from experience here, they will launch into a a uh, monologue about why farm-raised salmon is perfectly fine and has, it doesn't, you know, there's no difference between farm-raised salmon and wild salmon because they've been trained. They've been trained to tell you that. Well, farm-raised salmon, um, it's available here in America. It is fed uh, a Saxon to give it its coral color. So you can tell, you know, that's fake colored salmon. And that's a petrochemical. And it's banned for consumption in Australia and New Zealand. So when you're thinking your, your salmon looks a little funny, uh, you're right. You're right. It's a petrochemical that's being used to get that color on farm-raised salmon. You know why? Because they're raised on pellets. Basically dog food. 
that they're raising those on. That, you know, what is that doing for your health when you're eating, when you're eating petrochemicals? And, and, you know, it's easy to become fixated on some of these chemicals and become like, everything's toxic, everything will give you. And I know some people take that attitude. Like, well, everything will give you cancer. Um, No, no. We need to take notice and we need to restore the quality of our food supply. That's not a that's not a um, an approach that you know that defeatist mentality that's going to help anything. We have to think about lowering our toxic burden. It's going to be a process cleaning up our food supply, but does that mean we shouldn't do it? We have you know upcoming generations, children, grandchildren. They deserve clean food. We've gotten off track, not only because of the quality, but also culturally. You know, food is a big part of culture. And if we are, you know, uh, settling for this subpar type of food, then what does that say about our culture? There's no pride in, you know, going through a drive through eating a petrochemical-laced product in your car, choking it back because you're so busy, you have to get to the next event. That's not culture. That's not, that's not growing pride in your food. That's not community. We have to get back to those things. You're listening to Naturally Inspired Radio. I'm Tammy Cuthbert-Garcia. We're talking about food today. Thank you for joining me. I'm so glad you're here. We'll be right back after this short break. Welcome to the School for Startups Minute with Jim Beach. Entrepreneurs are known risk takers. Every definition of entrepreneur includes some mention of the word risk. And maybe that's why you're not an entrepreneur. You don't want to take the risk. You can't do that. My surprising thoughts on that in just a second. This is Dr. Michael Garko for Strauss Naturals. The heart is only a bit larger than a fist. Each day it pumps about 2,000 gallons of blood through 60,000 miles of blood vessels. With this extraordinary workload, I encourage you to take Strauss Heart Drops to help support a healthy cardiovascular system. The Heart Drops are backed by a 100% satisfaction guarantee. No questions asked. Visit StraussNaturals.com to learn more and order the Heart Drops today. Actually, you'll find out that serial entrepreneurs, the ones that do it again and again, do everything they can to avoid risk. They hate risk. They would never start a business if there was a 10% chance that they would succeed. No, they start businesses when there's a 80 or 90 or 100% chance. They use other people's money. They pre-sell. They get orders in advance. They do everything they can to reduce risk. Learn more at schoolforstartupsradio.com. Reasons to Own Gold, number 37. Who are the people that tell you not to own gold? Bankers, Wall Street pinstripe bandits, and all the other debt pushers out there. They believe in endless money printing that taxes all of us in the form of inflation. Make sure your wealth is protected by calling the Patriot Trading Group at 800 951 
888-888-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Today's show is brought to you by preparewithtammy.com. One of the best ways to build independence and confidence is being prepared. Here at my home, 1890 Homestead, we focus on self-sufficiency like gardening, water filtration, and storable food. For more information and to order the supplies you need, go to preparewithtammy.com. We're back. You're listening to Naturally Inspired Radio. Visit naturallyinspiredradio.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Get plugged into my Substack. I'm posting articles on there. I'm posting different health tips that we talk about on the radio show, um, sharing stuff from 1890 Homestead, where I live, hoping to, you know, just inspire you and get you connected uh, to your food, to where your food comes from and uh, why you should be concerned about your food. And that's what we're talking about here today because it is so important that we understand where our food is coming from. This is what will drive us, okay? So we have been in the last three and a half years or so, we have been in this fear campaign kind of on both sides. On one side of it, you know, we have people trying to push us to be afraid of COVID, right? Which is the... uh, the CNNs and the mainstream narrative that we should be afraid all the time. On one side, we have that. But also on the other side, with the pushback, we have people who are doom and gloom, right? We're always like, well, this is happening. This is happening. Now this, now that, now this, now that. And yes, it's true. Things are coming unraveled. But if we stay in the doom and gloom, then we're never going to make that transition into what do we do? How do we act? How do we respond? It's not about reacting. It's about responding. And when we're purposeful with our actions, we can start to make a difference. We can. You know, a couple years ago when the, the big, big coffee chain, and you know the one I'm talking about, the big, big coffee chain that's on every corner, when they decided they were going to go woke and they started uh, mandating things upon their employees and pushing an ideology that I didn't agree with, guess what I did? I stopped buying their stuff. And trust me, I was a big buyer of their stuff. (laughs) I was a big buyer of their stuff. I haven't been there in probably two years now, two, maybe more. It's been a long time now since I've been there. And that was my re- reaction, right? My response, rather, to what they were doing. As a result of that, you know, that, that major coffee chain has suffered consequences. So it wasn't just me that did that. Look at Bud Light, right? There was a, re- there was a uh, response to Bud Light's wokeism. This is what we have to understand, but that starts with awareness. You don't know what you don't know. So if you don't know that your food is full of poisons because they don't exactly shout that from the rooftops, you know, they put in their commercials, you would think everything's wonderful, hunky-dory, this is the best product ever. 
But when you look at the fine print, you realize they don't actually sell this product in other countries because it's so dangerous that it's been deemed maybe to cause cancer or other, you know, health issues. We don't make that connection. And so it starts with awareness. So here's another product for you, your Mountain Dew. So citrus flavored soft drink. It uses brominated vegetable oil or BVO as an emulsifier. And that BVO is banned in Japan and the European Union because it contains bromine, the element found in brominated flame retardants, which can build up in the body and potentially lead to memory loss as well as skin and nerve problems. Here's another one, chlorinated chicken. Oh, I remember having this conversation with someone one time where they, you know, are into weightlifting, really into weightlifting, bodybuilding. We're eating a ton of chicken and, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of asked, they were, this person was asking me if I thought it was worth it that they bought um, organic. And I said, yes, there are some tricky tactics to marketing chicken these days. Sometimes they're even, chicken is soaked in milk, which a lot of people don't know. Other times, chicken has been chlorinated in the U.S. Chicken produced in the U.S. gets washed in chlorine to reduce this risk of spreading diseases and illness, illnesses like salmonella. And this practice is banned in the U.K. and European Union because it promotes unsanitary farming practices. So, I don't know. Do you like to eat chlorine? I don't, I don't know. I mean, these are the things that we need to at least be aware of. And these things hide. They hide from us. We're not looking for them. And so it really does start with awareness and being aware of what you're putting into your body. It is so, so important. There's a, uh, a new a, a documentary. I'm actually going to have her on on Thursday, the maker of this documentary. It's called Into the Weeds. And um, it just surprises me that people still, you know, I think most people know that glyphosate is dangerous. You know, if it's, if you get it on your hands, maybe if you're breathing it in, maybe they think that, but I don't think they understand the correlation in your food, right? That, 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 that 90% now of our, our food is, is been, uh, has been uh, contaminated by glyphosate. And what does that mean in terms of our health? How do we work to start restoring our farming practices? These, you know, this food stuff affects you every single day. Every single day. It affects your kids. It affects your spouses. It affects your family members. Like, food is a unifying thing. Can we just all agree that we should have access to good quality food? I think, I would think that that would be a very common ground type of issue. But yet, I don't hear a lot of politicians talking about it. I don't hear them talking about it. I hear them arguing about climate change and how their products through technology will save us all from climate change. I hear them talking about 15-minute cities and how if you don't partake in a 15-minute city by getting rid of your car and doing all these things, then uh, you actually hate the earth and you don't care about anybody but yourself. I hear that, but I don't hear anybody saying regenerative farming. I don't hear anybody talking about saving our soil. I don't hear anybody talking politician-wise about these issues 
that we should be concerned about. And I'm not part of the climate cult. You know that. I don't buy into the climate cult agenda. But environmentally speaking, we do have issues. We have issues with pollution. We have issues with our soil. We have issues that are showing up in our food. And we're putting that food into our bodies, on uh, thinking that it's nourishing us. And it's also causing us disease. It's causing us poor health as a nation. Why is that not a more talked about issue? The only candidate I'm hearing talk about that is RFK. And the reason why he's talking about it is because he's been litigating these people. This new documentary, Into the Weeds, uh, features the, the um, court case that he won against Monsanto, proving that it was causing uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma in people. Now, that's, that's a tried case. It, it's, it's public knowledge. Yet, it goes on. The practice goes on. Um, I, there's a, this is a complicated topic, and I'm aware of it. Because like I said before, farmers have been rooked into, you, you know, these practices to save their farms in the first place. So if I ever get an interview with RFK Jr., which I hope I do <laughs> one day, one of my questions is, What are we going to do to incentivize farmers to bringing up the quality of our food? This is our health we're talking about. This is your kid. We have to be concerned about this. You're listening to Naturally Inspired Radio. This is Tammy Cuthbert-Garcia. We will be right back after this short break. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258, My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. Hi, this is Tammy Cuthbert-Garcia with Naturally Inspired Radio. Tune in Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. for the latest in natural health news. Get real solutions for healthy living and hear from our inspiring guests that are leading the way in health and freedom. This is Steve of Ramsey Auto Group. Hey, this is Mike from Ramsey Auto Group. Just stopping in to say hi, let you know that we're still open, still in business, and still rocking and rolling. You know, if you're looking for a good car experience, come see us. We have old school values. We still operate by handshake. We're not pushy. We want you to be happy. And uh, we have a great selection of trucks. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley. 970-443-5654. 970-443-5654. Have a comment or a question for Tammy? Call or text her at 877-536-1360. That's 877-536-1360. We're back on this lovely 
Tuesday afternoon. The sun's out. It's a fall day. We're in farmland, northern Colorado. Um, we're talking about food, and we're talking about the impact of GMO and glyphosate and all this stuff. Um, and the the thing that we have to really understand is that we've been marketed to. You know, the, the godfather of propaganda, Edward Bernays, I always go back to him because it's really when this whole consumerism started, when we our economy was transformed into, uh, you know, consumers instead of innovators and creators. And we have to get we have to understand that we're at a crossroads now. And if we don't kind of go back to being creators, then we are going to be oppressed and and uh, we're going to lose a lot of our freedom because we're going to be consumers of whatever technology, whatever system, whatever is rolled out upon us. We're innovators here in this country, and we've lost sight of that. We have to um, recognize that and make the shift. What, not only, you know, not only do we have this, this issue with our food, and and uh, and what we eat and eating too much and and not getting the right nutrition and you know the the scam of the fad diet of the fat freeze and the and and you know all of the fad diet stuff. Not only will we deal with that, but we have this emotional marketing that has been pressed upon us, and it started with Edward Bernays learning how to market through psychology and you know, tweaking us. And everyone, everyone has these types of emotional responses when it comes to eating. And this is a real issue. More often than not, when I'm working with clients on nutrition, uh, it's centered around emotional stuff. It really is. And uh, you don't think that, you know, there's a so much information out there about what to eat, how to get healthy. I mean, there's protocol after protocol after protocol, and many probably listening have tried those diets and protocols. And maybe they worked for a little while, but somehow, you know, it stopped being effective. And uh, that's why you got to address emotions when it comes to food. Um, There's a lot of emotional eating uh, so do you use food to address your emotional needs rather than fueling your body? Well, I think, I think that's an American culture thing. You know, you can, you can think about, uh, TV ads, right? Going to the movies. If you're going to the movies, um, popcorn, right? There's that emotional tie that when you go to the movies, you have movie theater, popcorn, you get snacks, and this is a family event, Going to the movies invokes a very emotional response from you. You're you're buying into a story, whether it's a movie about superheroes or a love story or what have you. It's evoking emotion. And then tying food into that builds a neural pathway in your brain that there's a there's a payoff, right? There's a there's a dopamine hit. There's a payoff. And that's what's happened with marketing. And food in our country, as we have tied an emotion, an emotional payoff to our food. And emotional eating is when you eat in response to emotions. And 
It could be negative emotions. It could be stress. But it can even be happy emotions. You know, we link birthday cake to our birthdays. That's a happy time. You feel deprived if you can't have birthday cake on your birthday. So indulgence in that feeling. And I'm not here to judge whether that's good or bad. I'm simply pointing out that this is how it is. Food is tied to emotion. And even when you don't partake in food, you know, there's a social pressure around it. Yes, like smoking (laughs) as a teen, right? Here, try smoking. You want to be part of the crowd. It's the same thing with food. If you are one that doesn't partake, in a lot of indulgence, when you go to parties, you will feel social pressure. So it is very much tied to emotion. Emotional eating is an unhealthy cycle, and it's repeated over and over again, sometimes allowing the problem to get out of control for people dealing with daily emotional eating. It's a type of binge eating disorder. It can escalate into that. But for most of us, it's it's a neurological pattern. So Neurological patterns are just pathways built in your brain that you that are very familiar to you because you've taken that path, if you will, through your thought process so many times that that path can be walked quickly, if you will. It can be got too quickly with a very quick payoff and your brain knows it. And so it continues to use that pathway. So Emotion stages of emotional eating are stress or trigger occurs. So there could be an event in the day, you know, that maybe you don't know how to deal with or you'd rather not deal with or, uh, you know, you, you want to change your state. You want a distraction. And that can lead you to eating. Uh, many people turn to food for comfort. I mean, there is the term comfort food. These are foods highly linked to poor food choices, like processed macaroni and cheese, right? Comfort foods. And they're not comforting to your health, but they're comforting to your emotions because you have linked that emotion to some kind of feeling that you are chasing. And so this is, this is um, very good marketing right? I mean, we we see packages in the grocery store that say, oh, this is your Aunt Margaret's macaroni and cheese, you know, and it have a lady, an older lady on the package, like feels like home, right? Um, Again, this is, this is branding that it is, that is uh, pulling you into a product that probably, probably more than likely contains glyphosate, which we now know causes cancer, Tying you to an emotion that this feels like home. This is comfort food. It's a naughty pleasure eating these types of food. We know they're bad. We know they're not helping us in our health journey. They're not, they're not curating optimum health. But they've got like a naughtiness around them. And that's also not helping the situation. This emotional eating can lead to temporary feelings of relief, but long-term, it leads to more pain and suffering. 
And that is what we have to focus on. We are so addicted to short-term solutions that we just don't see the big picture. We're going to have some solutions for this when we come back. Stay tuned. It's Naturally Inspired Radio. Hi there. We're the guys from All Gas, No Class Radio. Please join us and support our new show Sundays from 2 to 3 p.m. We'd love to have you. Because we're too ugly for OnlyFans. Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. It's a perfect time to plant trees during the Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale. Buy the first tree at regular price and get a second tree for only 50 cents. Choose from thousands of carryout-sized shade trees, flowering trees, evergreen trees, and more. Buy one 7- to 8-foot-tall flowering tree for only two sixty-nine fifty, and get another tree for only 50 cents. That's two 7-gallon trees for only two seventy. You Come take see. I-25 to exit 235, then 5 miles west to the Tree Farm. You're listening to Naturally Inspired Radio. We're about solutions here. Visit naturallyinspiredradio.com. Get plugged into our newsletter. Get plugged into the Substack. Make sure that you're feeding yourself um, every day with information about your optimum health, what it takes to achieve optimum health. You have to make an effort to purposefully plug in to information so that you can stay on the right track. It doesn't just come. If you don't think about it, if you're not mindful about it, you know, it's not just going to magically get better. We have to be purposeful about the the action steps that we're taking when it comes to our health. That's why I always talk with my clients about food stories. When you're talking about emotions, you have to break down your own personal food story. What kind of stories do you tell yourself about your food? Does love come from food? Were you taught that? Is that a story that you've developed in your own uh, way of thinking? Because that can be a hurdle for you when it comes to your optimum health. Is Do you have another story that maybe, you know, there's not enough food? That can create a hurdle in your thinking when it comes to your food stories and your health results. So these types of things, again, no shame in these things. It's about understanding and then adapting to your food stories. How do you stop emotional eating? Well, you identify those triggers, those things that make you feel like you want to turn to food. Avoid severe calorie restriction. My goodness, this is a big one because a lot of fad diets will tell you, you know, to drop down to minimal calories, right? And that just leads to binge eating. You know, your body's going to need a certain amount of calories to, to function. And you may be able to stave it off with willpower, white knuckle it for a little while. But eventually you're going to fall off that low calorie restriction and you're going to eat 
And you're going to eat probably more than you would have had you just stayed regular with your calories. That's such a big thing. Um, Enjoy your meals and find another emotional outlet. Find another way to feed your anxiety or to, to lessen your stress, lessen your anxiety and any discomfort that you may be feeling in your, in your, in your mood. So there's meditation, there's prayer, there's walking, yoga, all the things, you know? Um, so it's never too late to start. And uh, that couldn't be more clear than from this, this message I have today from Mike Fremont, who is a centenarian, so 100 years old, and he is just a remarkable inspiration. Take a listen. This is Mike Fremont. I was 36. I had three little children and my first wife, and she died of a brain hemorrhage mm. when our daughter was two weeks old. And I was uh, I had started a, a business a year before, and I was all alone and uh, decided I was stressed. And I lived on a dam, and I used to run across that dam, which was leveled. Uh, Right. Uh, every day after work. And it was very rewarding. It was better than two martinis. Uh-huh. <laughs> better than two martinis. So Mike is now 100 years old and still running. He has managed to implement running into, hit to in, into a source for him, an outlet for him to deal with emotions. I mean, can you imagine 36 years old? And uh, with a two-year-old and a baby and uh, his wife passes away and he's, you know, just there alone now dealing with all of that. And uh, he turns to running as an outlet. He turns to running as an outlet. And now at 100 years old, he has conditioned his lifestyle over all these years that this is the way he copes with emotions. And this has brought him optimum health. Now, a hundred years old, still running, doesn't look a hundred years old. I'll tell you what. Um, in great shape, and able to communicate this message. It's never too late to start. It's just time to start. We got married. You're listening to Naturally Inspired Radio. I'm so glad you joined me today. I'll be back tomorrow with another episode. I hope you'll join me then. 1360 KHNC AM Radio. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary, with over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in